Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. I love food, trying new things, creating art and being a perpetual learner. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Modern Mamas podcast. Oh, that just about sums it up. Are we rolling with it? Let's roll with it. Roll with it. Hi. Happy Wednesday. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I was like, it's not Wednesday, but no. Maybe you're listening to this. The day comes out. Wait a bit. Some people do listen early in the morning on I Wednesday. I love it so much. I know. And, and when they share that, it makes my heart so happy. I know. I'm like, oh, people are looking forward to getting this jarble in their ears. <laughs> getting this twisted jarble. <laughs> I feel like every single week it's like, well, last second, Laura had to reschedule because <laughs> life turned on its head unexpectedly because it's summer and her husband's a wildland firefighter. And here we are. Both girls are in my bed. We actually haven't done that. Interestingly, like Evie's been very much like she wants her space, but Rusty's gone and she came in at two in the morning and was like, bad laundry. I was like, just climb in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just easier yeah. that way sometimes. Yeah. Did y'all sleep is. okay when she came in? Yeah. I was up at two. So, hi, friends. Rusty's gone. <laughs> Unexpectedly. Usually I get like a day, or at least a day or two of notice because his engine gets on the board, but. It was like out of nowhere. He left yesterday morning at 5 a.m. And on top of that, our nanny chair fell through <gasps> last second. No. And on top of that, all my like mama's helpers are back in some sort of school, homeschool, whatever. I'm like, what the what the hell am I going to do? <laughs> what? So I'm really just taking it one day at a time. Evie's in school, yes, but I still have Indy, obviously. And so it's just, it's a little bit, it's a little bit messy right now. But I'm also grateful for therapy. I had therapy two days ago and like really just took some deep breaths and remembered that when I start to spin and take care of 12 things at once is when I most desperately need to do nothing and just like stop and pause and slow down. So anyways, all that to say, it's a little crazy. I don't have, I don't have any help really right now. So what happened with the nanny share? Like she was all set. We had the days and the times and everything. It was going to be at my good friend's house. Indy and then two other two other sweet little toddlers. And I was just going to take her there and then take Evie to school and then work and then pick her up for nap. And that was all set. The 
one gal whose house it was at, met with her, talked to her, background checked her, all good. And then two days later, I was supposed to meet her with the other mama at the playground for like a get to know you playtime. Literally two hours before she texted and was like, yeah, it's just not going to work for my stomach or for, for, I've got just too much on my plate. Mm-hmm. It, no, yeah. Like hours, couple hours before. Mm-hmm. And so that was really hard. But you know, I also like, I was talking to Rusty about it and we've never had Indy like cared for outside of our home. Yeah. And we just, we also like weren't that comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I, I get like, I, I, I can't put a finger on it and I don't feel like I have to, like I don't have right, to explain right. the discomfort around it. And we have these mama's helpers. I just have to get comfortable with the idea that they are going to be available to help me in the afternoons and not Mm -hmm. in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is really hard for me because mornings are when my brain is working best. And, but you know, yesterday it's like, I worked out at home. I'm not going to get my, while Rusty's gone, I'm not going to get my same like gym time most days. I worked out at home, like had the breakfast. It was great. We walked Evie to school and then I took Indy for like, a neighborhood loop, talked to my friend Nicole on Voxer, and then stopped at the playground, let her play, came home. I had a meeting. I gave her like a 30-minute show, which works in this season. And then like we played a little bit more and then it was nap time. You know, and then Evie got home, but she was content to like eat lunch and listen to Harry Potter. And so I didn't get done as much as I wanted to, but I got stuff done. And then like I took them to jujitsu. And then the next thing I know, it's like I'm making dinner and we're winding down. Yesterday mm-hmm. was a good day. So I just have to remember that like, it's going to be okay. And then I woke up, I, I just, where it's like, I think the enormity of it all, it's not that enormous, but it is, it, it feels like a lot, especially because hopefully by the time you're listening to this, I will officially have an offer in my inbox that I have like signed and all that with Prosper. Like it's, it's turning into permanent work. For is me. it full, full-time job or a no, part-time? No, part-time, 30 hours, which I, mean, I know I can that's do. Like 30 it's, hours, that's like almost full-time. Yeah, it's what I've been doing basically, mm-hmm. but that's like sitting on me too. Like that's coming, and I just need consistent hours, and it's all very self-induced. You know, yeah. like I am doing a great job at my work. I am balancing a lot, and ultimately, things are going to just have to give. Like mm-hmm. I am not going to let go of radical roots or the sourdough sisterhood, but I am shifting gears a little bit and seeing where I can simplify and make things a little bit like less time intensive and a little bit more like passive. You know, I still love Beauty Counter's mission. I love my team, but I, I can't put the same time into it. And mm-hmm. and it's just all different seasons, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. not going to let the podcast go, even if it means like texting you 10 minutes for us to hop on and being like, <laughs> ah, can't do it right now. Yeah, That's the only way this has been able to continue. But mm-hmm. it's just a lot of like self-induced, wake up at 2 a.m. and lay there wide awake stuff. And I'm like, yeah. and this happened last time he got dispatched. It's like the first three days I, my jaw hurt. I was clenching. Mm-hmm. I was just like trying to control things that are out of my control. And it's good for me. It's mm-hmm. good to get uncomfortable. It's good to be thrown out of my comfort zone and to have to shift gears. But it's also hard. I can yeah. recognize the growth that comes from it. And I can also acknowledge that it's really hard. So I know. It's like it's like you want to be able to respond to those moments where things get shifted. But like it's hard when that's when it's more constant than like like when it's not just like an out of the ordinary thing where it's like well this happens frequently with Rusty's job I mean frequently is you know in perspective you know consider con- 
compared to like someone whose partner has like a nine to five, you know, and yeah. goes to the office every day and it's like very predictable. But for y'all, it's like, you know, this is like a, a, a thing that happens more often than other people experience. In the summer. Yeah. yeah. Now it's yeah. just different. And well, and this, I keep telling myself too, like it's never going to, and I have to tell Evie a lot too, right? Like last night I'm trying to lay with her to bed with Andy there because she's been taking a little bit longer to go down. Andy has, so I've just been going to bed with her. And Evie just like desperately wants, I can hear her, desperately <laughs> wants alone time with me, you know? And I'm like, listen, you, we, you have to flex a little bit here. Like I am laying in your bed with you. I am, you have my full attention. Your sister's crawling all over us, but like I'm giving you Everything you can. <laughs> everything that I can right yeah. now. And Indy's awake. So bear with me, friends, because this is going to be how this goes. Come on out. <laughs> Banging on the door. Come on. So yeah. And so just like helping her understand that like, this is the season that we're in. And I can give you, I can be present with you. Your sister's going to be here often for that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just like those hard conversations. Hi, good morning. I was really hoping you'd sleep till seven. <laughs> Anyways, so we're just, we're navigating it. It's, it's pushing Evie outside her comfort zone. It's pushing me outside my comfort zone. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's growth inducing. On that note, she is loving her new school. I was going to say, I, I was going to ask, like, how's it going? And wondering yeah. also if maybe some of that, because I know, like, that's a huge transition. Oh, gosh, I'm sure she's there's had a some lot. really big feelings. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of, like, that I need you Mm-hmm. stemming from like, hey, this is a whole new, this is a whole new yeah. world. It's like the day she started her new school, she also got moved up in jujitsu to like the big kid class, which is overwhelming in some yeah. ways, obviously. She went from being like the most skilled and like the biggest to now she's the littlest. And this might seem little, but it's not. She's the first time she ever made it across monkey bars. Mm. Like all this happened in one day, you know, yeah. and then, and then the next day, Rusty gets dispatched, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like, it's so much at once. And I'm always in awe of her ability to like, under, like, no, she understands in a way that I don't, I think a lot of six-year-olds might not be able to. And I'm also very biased, but like we were, she was having some things like they were so great in the bath. She was playing with Indy. It was so sweet. And then we got a voice text from Rusty and I played it. And like 30 seconds later, she like just started mm-hmm. crying and had no idea, you know, in that moment, had no idea why. Mm-hmm. So we got on the bath and we we're like on the bed and kind of talking through it. And I was like, there's been a lot of big change this week. You've done a lot of new things, you know? And and she's been saying things like, ever since I turned six, life has been harder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I think she just is understanding on some level that as she gets older, there are more challenges and realities. And, but at the same time, she's like, I can't wait till I'm 18. I'm like, but, but remember, <laughs> you know, like things get more complicated as yeah. you get older and, your feelings get more complicated and there's just more to sort out. And so we're having some really cool conversations and I am having to really prioritize more like presence and slow down for sure. Like I've said on the in the past, like my mantras for the summer have been slow is fast, less mm-hmm. is more. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself of that. Another thing I talked to with my therapist this week was like, I'm laying there, you know, and like, and he's like all over me or whatever. And I'm, a little bit touched out. It's been like a very overstimulating day. And I'm like, I just need some space. I just need some space. And I had to remind myself because I had this conversation with Evie too sometimes that there's a difference between need and want. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying my want and desire for some space isn't valid because it is. And also, it's something that I want and not that I actually 
like physically need in this season. And they need me in a way that they never will again. And that need is a very real need, you know, mm-hmm. and I want some space and I will get some space. But right mm-hmm. now, you know, I, hi, I, I don't get it as much as I feel like I want it, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I'm not okay. And it doesn't mean that I, that I won't get those needs met eventually or those wants met eventually. So mm-hmm. I hope that makes much sense, but. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. And I'm also like, I feel like I needed to hear that <laughs> personally right now. So that oh, was, good. that was I'm great. Glad it's helpful. Like, Tell your therapist, maybe, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's one of those things where it's like, I say that to Evie sometimes. Mm-hmm. She'll be like, I need that cookie or I need whatever it is. I'm like, I, I, you want that thing mm-hmm. and like understand the difference between want and need. I think it's important for all of us. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, coming to therapy and being like, kind of having that realization, like I tell her this and, and I had to, that's actually something that I like, I was just laying in bed and thought to myself, like I was like, mm-hmm. I need space, I need space. And then, and I was able to kind of process through that. And then I was like, in that moment with Indy, like trying to get her down, she wasn't going down. I was like, no, Laura, I literally told myself this in my brain. You want space. You don't mm-hmm. need it. And mm-hmm. she needs you. And that was like, that was a big moment for me. And so then to be able to come to therapy and like talk through that with her mm-hmm. and have her be like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. But, you know, it's, I definitely had lost sight of the slow is fast and less is more mm-hmm. for sure. Just kind of reeling. So it's good to kind of come back to that as well. And it really worked yesterday. And like in the afternoon, Evie and I started a game of You Wish and then Indy woke up. And I think she just read our energy. We were like mellow. And so for the most of the game, I need to remember to only play that game with pairs instead of fours. <laughs> yes. But... And work got done, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I also, y'all might be proud of me, canceled. Yeah, I see that. Cancel the camping night this weekend. I, I actually had two weekends booked in a row of single nights. And I just realized like, I need this weekend to like regroup and mm-hmm. to work in the mornings and to not just like sit on my pride of like, I'm camping two more times this summer before, like holding on, you know, to summer. Mm-hmm. So let that one go. We're going to meet some friends at the lake and then we're going to sleep at home and I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to get work done on Sunday and it's going to be great. And then we'll camp the next weekend. But just like remembering to flex even when I don't. It's like, what do I actually want? I think I want to wake up at home on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. I love Mm -hmm. camping, but I I think in this season, I want to wake up at home and I want to have my rituals and I Mm -hmm. want to get some work done. So so I audibled. I flexed on the proud of you. Uh, yeah, I'm learning slowly but surely. But yeah, altogether, I would say things are good. My needs are being met. My wants aren't always, but I also feel like that's motherhood, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and so that's kind of where we're at. I'm still able to prioritize fitness. It looks a little different. I'm still baking a lot of sourdough. Oh, you guys <laughs> and gals and folks out there, I made a sourdough croissant. And it was good. Man <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. And he says, yeah, we, we had them for Evie's first day of school breakfast. And I, I made like, I made eight like little, littler ones. And so I did uh, four with chocolate in them and four plain. And we each had two croissants to start the day. Oh my And God. it was, it was there. Hey, I'm going to talk to Auntie Jess for just a little bit longer. And they were so good. And I'm going to play around with like they worked for sure, but I'm going to play around with some different fermenting times and like proofing times because I want people to be able to make them and wake up in the morning and just put them in the oven and bake them. Mm-hmm. Not have to pull a Laura and wake up at four to like mm-hmm. shake them and then have them ready at 9 a.m., you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to play around with shaping them and everything and letting them proof on the counter all 
evening and then put them in the fridge overnight and then bake in the morning. So stay tuned. And just you guys will know first, I'm going to create a mini resource. It's just going to be an ebook, like a little sourdough ebook, or a little sourdough croissant ebook. So like, yeah, <laughs> so it's going to be, you know, my process, how I make them all the, every step. And then also yeah. how to add in chocolate and how to add in like make a ham and ham and cheese one, that kind of thing. And just mini and like affordable, but up on my shop. Like I said, more passive stuff where I'm not having to get things printed. And it's something people have been asking for. It's something that I was yeah. probably yeah. inappropriately excited about. <laughs> Hello, friends. Laura here popping in real quick to rave about my current favorite product from Paleo Valley. Have you tried their whey protein yet? Not only are they absolutely delicious and deeply nourishing, but bonus points because they also have colostrum, which heals, repairs, and gives our bodies the extra boost we need for motherhood, work, working out, all the things. I add it to my coffee every morning and it fuels my early morning work, my transition into motherhood whenever the kids wake up, and then my training. Cannot recommend it enough. Give it a try. Creamy, delicious flavor packed and none of the junk you'll find in typical protein powders. We also add it to pancakes and oatmeal and I look forward to smoothies this summer. Don't wait, go grab yours and save 15% with paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas. Enjoy. Why do you say inappropriately? I don't know. Is, is one supposed to, I guess there is no supposed to, right? There's no, there's no cap on the excitement around baking a sourdough croissant, but like, croissants, I, like I would say that's I like, borderline tearing up i mean that's like if you can't get excited about like a, a oh damn God. good croissant like what 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 can you yeah. get excited about? i literally feel like emotional it's so interesting i think it's because like my first go i've been thinking about this i think i put so much pressure and i just expected the first time to be a flop and it wasn't and i was like oh i was supposed to do this all along and you'd be surprised a, a croissant is it takes longer like more days than let's say a cinnamon roll but it's less hands-on time, which I found to be really a relief as well. Significantly easier than I expected and so delicious. I mean, there's nothing like a home, like a fresh baked croissant. You just have to let it cool enough so you really get the the layers, you know, mm -hmm. the lam laminated dough. But my gosh, biting into that. And I'll, I'll be honest, on our last trip to Santa Cruz, I love Companion Bakery and I love Cat and Cloud. This is not a, like a bash on them, but I'm pretty sure I've been, I've been looking forward to this chocolate croissant all the whole trip. And I'm pretty sure it was day old or, you know, I just didn't get there early enough. So it just was like, ah, oh, it was a little bit of a, of a letdown. And I, again, mm. not bashing there. It's one of my favorite croissants of all time, but it just, in that, it wasn't what I wanted in that moment. So then to be able to like come home and bake one and bite into it and have it be fresh with like the chocolate, just a little bit melty. It was like, I just don't really. And then we frothed, we have a froth or we frothed our like cream or half and half. Mm -hmm. and it was just the whole experience. And then like walked eating to school together. And it was just a really good morning. And I'm grateful for that. So, and then it was like the next day that Rusty got his orders. And then, the, right. and then yesterday morning is when he left at 5 a.m. So I'm glad we had that time to kind of just, you know, have a really lovely Tuesday morning to kick off this week before he's gone. Now we're doing the thing. So yeah, big geos, Where, big it, learning. When's he coming croissants. back? Do you know? Or? It's usually it's 16 days because yeah. they're gone for two weeks and then there's a travel day on either end. So mm -hmm. what's kind of cool is that we're celebrating our 10-year anniversary on September 20th, and he should be home on the, here, do you want this water? On the 23rd, which is a Saturday. And when they get home, they have two forced days where they can't be called. So like uh -huh. we could go further than an hour away, you know, and we can, uh -huh. so I think we'll probably try to prioritize a like full day 
away. Probably not. We won't do an overnight yet, but maybe even line up like on that Sunday, like multiple mama's helpers or sitters to like maybe take turns or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I would just love to get away with him from like, from like morning to evening. So we'll see, you know, that would be lovely. And we'll actually get to celebrate. We thought we weren't going to get to celebrate our anniversary really till December. And we still are going to with a night away in Victoria, Canada, when our summer nanny's back for the holidays, we're going to do our first night away after since having Indy, but is that good water? But yeah, so that works out really well. And then he won't, most likely like he'll be then around for my birthday, which is cool. So like there's definitely some, we, we wanted another dispatch. And I, I think the timing's actually really lovely, except for I just don't have help. <laughs> I didn't anticipate, you know, I thought like come this week, I was like, Evie's going to be in school and I'm going to have a set nanny share and like set hours for the first mm-hmm. time in months. And that just didn't happen. And so I just, it's like when, you know, when expectations mm-hmm. aren't met and especially when it's something I had been like, looking ahead to and looking mm. forward to to finally just have a little bit of consistency but mm-hmm. you know i've got these mama's helpers and basically what we've worked out is that like every weekend i am going to text them there's th- four of them and be like hey let me know what you got open because mm-hmm. their schedules are all constantly changing and mm-hmm. so i'm sure i'll be able to like piece me on puzzle piece together at least a few solid chunks and then i've got nap time i've got early morning and then i've, I've got shows and like so and you know what I've found too is as Evie now, she's in day like five, daily day five or four of going back to school, coming into this with realistic expectations, obviously, because yeah. she sticks, but and not asking her to babysit her sister, but being gone all morning, she comes home and when Indy wakes up from her nap, she's like so excited to see her. And so there's been a couple evenings where it's just been like, I've been able to like get a couple last work things done and make dinner. And they were like playing the keyboard in the living room and like put on tutus and we're dancing and like the thought of turning on the tv or like having to like occupy them didn't even cross my mind so and then again coming back to like less is more sometimes doing less work right when indy wakes up from nap and just closing everything and just being really super hyper present getting outside going to the park or whatever it is you know then then it's like then when i wrap an hour or two of just full presence i'm able to get more done so that less early on is more down the road so mm-hmm. you know it's all lessons she just turned on the air doctor to full blast and so this air needs a quick cleaning yeah mom clear the air here clear the air <laughs> so yeah it's it's good life is good and how's, i know you've got like kiddos waking up and running around over there but how's if you yeah, feel that. like no no that's not i, guess, I, mean, thank I can you barely for... hear her but how is evie's first week of school like do you have any insights oh, or do you want to share it. anything yeah she she tends to be like a s- slow to warm up to other kids which I appreciate about mm-hmm. her among mm-hmm. so many things. And she usually spends the first, she's done this with, with the forest school as well. Like the first few weeks or at least couple weeks, she hangs mostly with the teacher and mm-hmm. like just really observes. And I love that about her. But, you know, she did come home yesterday. She's like, I made a new friend. I can't remember her name, but it's a small class and it's Montessori. So that like, you know, it's, pre, it's pre-K and K. Yeah, I see that. We're going to leave that on right now. And so see and but Montessori does it so like all the kids spend time together you know mm-hmm. and so I love that and so she's making friends and I think it feels good for her to be the oldest in the you know the older on the older end of the spectrum and she's she just the stimulation I mean she's so excited about like she's like learning she, you know she already we've done a lot of counting but we haven't spent a lot of time like this is a one with like her mm-hmm. seeing a one too and she already is like she can you know pick out I'm already seeing her be able to like 
better identify letters and numbers and stuff mm-hmm. after four days. And I knew that was going to happen. I knew as soon as there was a little bit of structure, she was just going to, it was going to like take off. Yeah. And so I held myself back this summer. I was like, let's just have a summer of play and outdoor time and family time and reading and whatnot and games. And then I knew that come fall when she started at the school, she was going to be like, she's like, I'll, I'm like, what are you most excited about? She's like, I just want to read. So, and that really just happened within the past like month, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't feel like I was like holding her back. I was like, this is going to be so cool for her to just be super excited. So it's like a whole new world when when they can learn how to read. It's like, I mean, it's just a game changer, honestly. So she's, oh, she sounds a lot like Camille, honestly, like just. Yeah, I know we're not supposed to number them or whatever, but I I definitely see some, some four stuff. It's so interesting. So yesterday she was having her big feelings, right? And sitting on my lap and I was holding her and all of a sudden she starts going dot, 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 dot. And I was like, huh. And she was looking at this blanket on our bed that has these like dots on it. And she's like, mama, my brain is always like seeing art and like seeing Mm -hmm. shapes. And she just, her brain works in such a unique way. It's Mm -hmm. like, so it's just really cool to witness her move through the world in a way that I don't. And she's taught me so much about myself and like slowing down and just like getting more comfortable with feelings. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yes. I I had to catch myself. I'll be like, you know, we'll have, we had that time we played the games or whatever. And she's like, but Indy was there. I'm like, can't you just like appreciate the fun that we had, you know, like just focus on the good, but it's also important to acknowledge the things that feel hard. And Mm -hmm. so just, she's a constant reminder for, for me to like sit in that sometimes when, even when I don't want to. I think I'll be a good balance for her to help her not, if that ends up, you know, not always sit in that, (laughs) if that makes sense. Oh, totally. I, it's like, I, I have a very, very similar kid too. It's so funny the other day, not to like interrupt your flow here, oh, no. but she was like, she was like kind of sitting there and she was like, I have songs picked out for like my life. And I was like, what? Because she said something like this before we were driving and she was like, a sad song is playing in my head right now because we were leaving this place that she really liked. But this was like an, a separate conversation where she was like, I have like, songs picked out for my life that I was like you mean like a soundtrack like you have like songs for like parts of your life she's like yeah and I was like oh man she's like she's the way she described it she was like my life is like a movie and like, I am the the main character and like she just her brain works in just different ways and she's like and this is a sad song and this is a happy song and I'm like oh lord this is like it's like life is a drama and she is the like yes. main character Oh my gosh, how funny. I can't wait for them to spend some time together. I know. I'm like very intrigued to see how that will. Two like very emotionally healthy, creative little girls. Where that is like fostered versus, you know, stifled. Yes, exactly. And and Cammie's the same way in terms of like new situations too, where she she likes to observe. She will spend a lot of time with like the adults in new situations, kind of like as a safe place to kind of watch and learn and see. And then when she's comfortable, she will engage. And so, yeah, they're just, they're similar in a lot of ways, it seems like. I know you got I love it. Of it. I love there. it. Yeah, now they're both at. <laughs> Thanks for being with me, crew. Well, I feel like that, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure all of what I said, but I, I feel like that was very cathartic. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Life is good. And sometimes it's hard and that is the way that it is. But I'm curious to know what's going on with you. I mean, you have been taking pictures and editing out the yin yang and I 
would love to hear more. <laughs> yeah, I it's a it is bananas over here right now. I was kind of thinking about it before we hopped on. Like, what am I going to talk about? And how do I, and kind of pro, like pre processing before I came on. But it has been so. I am in the season. So okay, just rewinding. Like the food photography is exploding more than I ever could have anticipated and much, much faster because it turns out that like it's kind of a small world in terms of like all of my clients like know each other and like the food photographers photographers that they use, like a lot of people kind of cross use the same photographers and like they're just constantly like if you're good and they enjoy working with you, they're like, like I ha- I'm going to recommend you to my friend. And so that has kind of been what's happening where I, the last couple of months, have just really tried to pour in and take care of like my current client or my like original clients. And it's like, it's turned into this just like word of mouth referral system that where I'm like, I can't, like, I don't think I can take any, any more on because I am just, I'm trying to find the balance between what is going to like support us in this season and also like will I ever get to like just like rest a little bit and the truth of the matter is like that is you know when you were saying like your needs are getting met but maybe not all your wants like I am in a season where like my needs are getting met my wants are definitely not getting met but that is fortunately unfortunately that's just like the season that we're in right now and I'm like thanking my body. <laughs> I'm trying to make maybe this is like the the seven in me that I feel like I do have like a, a little baby seven deep down inside of me where I'm like thanking my body for being able to to be in a stress response, like a fight or flight mode to like get what needs to get done done. Otherwise, like I don't think that I would like I don't, I don't know how it would function if my body wasn't kind of ramped up a little bit. And so it's, it's, it is necessary. There's like no way around the workload right now. So what I'm really trying to focus on is just how do I work on efficiencies? How do I work on in the very, very small limited margin of time that I have where I'm not working? How am I using that time to try and fill my cup up as much as possible? But the truth of the matter is when I'm not working, I'm trying to support my children and, you know, be with my partner. And so there's just, this is a season of life where there's just not a lot of time for me and those wants that I want. We're like, I want to take a day off. I want to not be constantly thinking about planning the next day of work. Like I, those are definitely wants. And so I'm just rolling with it. It's, it's, it's another thing is like, we've been constantly trying to figure out Tim's work. And while he's still looking for jobs in his field, part of like our perspective has shifted to, well, what if like all of these doors are opening for me in the food photography world and he can, it, in order for him to kind of like step in and us to like build a business together. So there's a lot of like kind of questions and we're, we're in the That's process. fun. Yeah. So we're in the process of like exploring that and like, would he want to do that? Because at the end of the day, like I want him to be happy. Like I enjoy food photography. 
I don't know if he would enjoy being in this world at all. I mean, he is helping me like tremendously every single day. He is doing a lot of cooking, like he's going to the grocery store. He is helping me like efficiency wise, but he, you know, we had a really long conversation about it yesterday where, because right now I can't take on more clients. Like I'm just like at the max. So it's like, what can we offer to existing clients to kind of grow this business in a way where Tim can like step in and be creative as well? And so we're kind of looking at video stuff because that's not something I'm interested in. Like I, I love photography. I don't necessarily care to learn video. Maybe that's just me being like stubborn, but he's interested in it. And so a lot of our clients are also looking for like videos, whether that's a reel or, you know, on an iPhone or whether that's like a more cinematic approach with a DSLR camera. And so I don't have the time to develop that skill and he does. And so we're looking at that and really think that that could be something kind of takes off. And then on the flip side, you know, I have all of these like remote clients that I am doing work with. I also just randomly, so I, what we need is a studio space. Our house is a thousand square feet, which is small for a family of four and two giant dogs just living here. It's very small and very not, not, what's the word? It just is not working well to also be the workspace. And so part of that efficiency is like, I have to set up and take down my lights, my camera, my boards, my props. I have to do that every single day. So like, I can't just have everything set up and have things cooking in the background and pull out my camera and take photos whenever like I have time. Like it's a very intentional process to get set up in our house. And so right now I, so we were talking about just turning the dining room into like a studio because, so I have all these props, right? Like I have, we have our own dishes that we need space for. And then I have all these props where I'm like, they're just literally everywhere. They're all over our house. I'm like, where's that bowl? Where's that platter I need? Where are those napkins? And I'm like, Telling the kids, do not use these napkins. These are work napkins. So like all of our stuff is mixed. And so we're thinking about turning the dining room into our studio. And then at the end of the day, I was like, I just don't. Like it just makes it too easy for work and home to like meld. And so we're actually at the point where we're like, okay, can we find something like a studio close by where I can stay set up? 24 seven, I can walk to work or bike to work or even a short drive. We can have all the, cause it's the groceries too. It's like, okay, don't eat those tomatoes. Those are like Alex's tomatoes, the defined dish. Do not eat those tomatoes. It's like, I get so now that I see food in the refrigerator and they're like, woohoo. So it's like, we need a separate space for the food, the props, the lighting, the equipment that comes with everything. And as you get better, like there's just more and more equipment because you're trying to get more and more efficient. And so anyways, I, long story short, went on to Facebook and we are part of this like local, it's like our neighborhood. And our neighborhood is not just a residential area. It's like this really cool hip area of San Antonio where there's so many businesses and restaurants and all of that. So anyways, I was asking if someone had like a back house or a studio apartment that because the the hard part is for us like we have to have a kitchen and so not like it's not just an office space which is 
easy to come by. It's like, I actually need like a fully functioning kitchen and I need to be able to leave my stuff up and I need to be able to cook there. And so anyways, kind of put the feelers out there and got a lot of responses back, but also got a lot of people being like, oh, you're a food photographer. These are from like the local businesses and restaurants. And they're like, we need a food photographer for our restaurant, our product. You know, like these are people that live and work in in our neighborhood and who now are like, you know, just, I mean, it was like, that is huge. I I know. Goosebumps. This is so cool. I know. It's really cool. And like, you know, the restaurant photography, I've done it before, but it's not something that I've like thought about doing like intentionally. But so many people reached out that I was like, okay, like this could be really cool. I'm just getting plugged in locally here. And I loved doing the restaurant shoot that I've done. So anyways, one of one of the local places, actually, we just need to sit down today and figure this out. But I don't know if y'all have Cineholics. It's a franchise, I think. But they're just like these over-the-top, beautiful, like, you know, food porn style. I hate that term, but that's what it is. Like cinnamon rolls and cookies and brownies and all that she i think i'm gonna do a shoot with her here i can like literally walk to the cinnamon roll shop to kind of like just get my bearings with it and you know because you have to i want to take my light i gotta take my tripod i gotta take you know all the things that i need and so i'm gonna be doing that soon sorry this is just turning into me talking about food photography for like 30 minutes but this is your life right now and that's what we're here to share and i'm so excited about it yeah so it's great to kind of like you're gonna bring it back home slash wrap up like it's great doors are like literally being kicked open right and left every day i'm like someone just emailed me for photography services you know like i it's i feel so lucky and like the the indication is clear that this is a path like i should move like lean into it's more just figuring out how to do it without burning myself out which is like like I can see it I can see it happening I can see like even my eyes I've got to learn how to like so my eyes have been going blurry at the end of the day so like I'll shoot two or three recipes is like the max I can do it a day I saw your story where you were like is this normal? Did anyone reply? <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of photographers replied. They were like, it happens to me all the time. That's so good. <laughs> like, it, so it's normal, but also like not necessarily great. Not healthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, wants um, and needs, wants and needs. Yes. <laughs> so, like, after shooting, and I'm trying to figure out like what is the max load for me because two recipes might sound like not a lot, but it's actually a really, it's a lot with the process. So, like, not only do I have to, we have to cook everything, we have to take process shots, take ingredient shots. It's a lot of stopping and starting. And like, I... I This is why people are so excited to know that you're there because it's so hard to do this kind of work. And so to have, like, that's why you are being sought after because you're good at it. And it is so much work. And I, I just hope that people are paying you appropriately for well, how hard it is. Well, they are. I think they good. are. I also think that there's probably a room for... For that to go up, you know, in the future. But it's like at the same time, it's like I'm building my client base and I really want to take care of the people that kind of invested in me initially. And so, yeah, those are just conversations that will come as like I think I get more seasoned. But yeah, I mean, for the for the time being, like I feel appropriately compensated for the work that I'm doing and that feels really good. But it's like at the same time, it's like I 
when it's not just like, okay, here, shoot this recipe, like whatever. Like I really care what the photos look like from the ingredient like process shot all the way to every single process. Like I want it to look beautiful. And I think for me, like I have to find a balance because Tim is constantly like, you need to move on. Like he'll be like, move on from the shot. It looks fine. And I'm like, no, but it's like, there's something. And he's like, it's just the, sh- it's just a shot of like freaking flour in a bowl. <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be like this artistic thing. And I'm like, but it does. So it's like, I care so much about it that I just need to kind of find a balance between doing a really good job and also like letting it be like what it is. That's like a flower and a bull shot. Like it doesn't have to be styled completely to the max. But so that's kind of, that's where I'm at. I am, things are just, I am like dreaming about food photography every single night, which is just like, feels not good. Like I literally will go to bed. (laughs) I'm going to shoot pumpkin cinnamon rolls next week. And I'm like, okay, pumpkin cinnamon rolls. It's like my brain is processing what, they're going to look like while I'm sleeping and I just can't get a break. It's like, I literally woke up several times last night being like, okay, brown bowls. It's going to have a brown vibe. I need a brown coffee cup. Like it's just, it's, it is wild that it's taking up so much of my mental energy. Hey there, friends. Pausing this episode to share a bit about our wonderful friend, Brianna White, a fantastic real estate agent based in Bend, Oregon. She's also a wife, mama, and a member of this awesome Modern Mamas podcast community. She has a super unique approach to real estate, which includes using her mobile Airstream bar for open houses and housewarming parties. And she offers a complimentary family photo shoot for her clients in their new home and then presents them with a beautiful coffee table book to cherish this major life milestone. I wish I had that when I moved into my home. Seriously. So cool. So if you're in Bend and looking for a real estate agent who truly understands the needs of a modern family, connect with our amazing sponsor. She's the perfect partner to help you find or sell your dream home. Even if you're not in Bend, Oregon, our fantastic sponsor, Brianna, can still help with your real estate needs. That's right. Brianna has access to top real estate agents all over the country, and she's more than happy to help you find the perfect agent for your needs, no matter where you are now or where you're looking to move. She does the legwork for you, interviewing agents in your area or your desired location, and then making a personal introduction to ensure you're working with someone who truly understands your needs and preferences. It's like having a personal real estate matchmaker. (laughs) So whether you're in Bend or anywhere else in the country, don't hesitate to reach out to Brianna. Let someone else do the searching when it comes to finding a great real estate agent. You deserve the best and Brianna will help make that happen. Supporting our sponsor can be as simple as following her on Instagram at Brianna Sells Bend. That's at B-R-E-A-N-A Sells Bend, where you'll find great content, education, gorgeous homes, and family adventures. I'm sure you will connect with her just like we have. Thank you, friends, for supporting our podcast by considering our sponsor, Brianna, for your real estate needs. Check her out at Brianna Sells Bend dot kw.com that's b-r-e-a-n-a salesbend.kw.com brought to you by brianna white broker with keller williams realty central oregon equal housing opportunity now let's dive back into our episode i imagine that will settle i hope oh, so. that will settle like as you get more like you spent more time and like it's not so new mm-hmm. but also Cammy has a soundtrack to her life. I feel like you have a photo album to your life. <laughs> I'm like, maybe, maybe we're more alike than, than oh, I actually amazing. think. 
But yeah, so eats, eating, sleeping, living, breathing food photography right now. And it's great. And I feel really like, I feel like this is something that I love to do. I just got to make sure that it, I need to put some processes and stop gaps in place to make sure that it's, it remains something that I love. Yeah. Like um, built in, like actually take, are you still taking like Sabbath? And I'm like bleeding in and out, trying. But it's like, you know, in order for the week to be smooth, there needs to be a lot of planning. And oftentimes, because I'm working so much during like the previous week, the planning takes place on like, you know, it's like Saturday afternoon, evening where we're like winding down. But yeah, it's like, I need to go to the grocery. If we're going to shoot on Monday, we need to get groceries now. Like I can't spend that time in the morning grocery shopping. Like we need to be able to jump into work. Like right away so yeah I don't know if anyone has any like and and I've tried like doing the grocery delivery because like I know that would take some time off but it's like you know things don't come in the grocery delivery or like you know it's like not it does I don't just need an apple like I need the apple to actually be pretty yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and I mean sometimes the stuff I do it all the time and I get reimbursed all the time like if they pick something or like that's like super weird. I'm like, what replacement is this? And Instacart yeah. will just like reimburse you. Yeah. But I'm like, who would pick an avocado that's literally rotting? Yeah. Yeah. And then what? it's like, it's like fine for the reimbursement, but like now I still have to go to the store and get the avocado that's like not going to work. And so then it just like negates the whole like time saving aspect of what this is supposed to do. So yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a circus right now, but I'm just trying to be intentional too. Like even finally when I'm able to like kind of shut off and turn my brain off at night, like just spending time with the kids, looking into their face, laying with them. They always want me to snuggle them at night and just like looking them in the eyes and telling them that I love them and I miss them and he hearing about their day and letting them talk and, you know, just trying to be there for them. I don't think they feel, because most of the work is being done you know, while they're at school. So it's like trying not to let it feel frantic when they're home and trying to maintain some sense of like peace and calm in our home environment. But like their their lives are ramping up too. It's like they're to school, Bears soccer is in full go. Like we're actually starting games this weekend. So our Saturdays are going to be, you know, pretty soccer heavy from here on out. And then Cammie's in, what is she doing? Girl Scouts. And she also is, we're taking a break from the baking because it's also on Saturdays and like we just can't do everything. Surprise, surprise. But she started choir at school, which is on Wednesdays and it's right after school. And it's like, it's perfect actually because it's pretty short, but she loves it. Oh my God. She told me she wants to be on Broadway and do musicals. So she is like so jazzed about choir. <laughs> I don't, I don't know this kid. This is, this kid is like such a special, unique little individual. She's doing choir and Girl Scouts. Bear's doing soccer, which takes up a lot of his time. He loves it. <clears throat> and him and Tim get to spend a lot of time together doing that too. But it's just a really full season. And I have to accept. And look, even Tim got, so we're making all these plans for him to like help me with my business. And his one of his former companies that he's done some project work with reached out and was like, Hey, do you have availability? Like, we're working on pitching a project and wanted to see if you would be available. And he's like, 
He's like, yes, I'm available. We'll, we'll see if it works out. But I was like, what What if we're planning all this and then they actually do sign you on for that project? He's like, we'll just, in a season where we have to say yes to everything and see how it goes. He's like, if I have to get up at five and work, and shoot recipes or whatever like we'll just do it like we'll just say yes to everything because I honestly feel like I just feel like saying yes right now is in my gut the right thing to do even if it feels hard because I feel like more it's a very Laura mindset you will say yes to everything I mean in a way because not because I'm like say yes to everything because we need it or because like we have to but in my in my gut, in my like mind, I feel like these are relationships and opportunities that we're also building. I feel like my life has been dictated by my the strength of my community and my relationships in a positive way. Like not dictated in a negative way, but like everything that I've ever built, I feel like the spark there or the like really magical part of it is because it's because of the relationship. So like even with food photography, it's like Cassie was my first client. And then she introduced me because we're in a relationship and we've done work, good work together for a while. She introduced me to like Alex at the Define Dish. And then because Alex has like loved my work, she's introduced me to other people. And like it just continues to, and the podcast, it's like, you know, I have a, a really good friend through the podcast, Molly, who reached out about Tim's work and like a potential like connection there. And it's like, I just, don't know where I would be without the relationships that I have. And I'm just going to continue to lean into that and say yes. And because ultimately at the end of the day, like even if it doesn't work out like business wise, there's a relationship there that, that I'm building and that's important to me. So, okay. I think I rambled in the short term this weekend is going to be, so it's going to be wild. We have a wedding tomorrow. No, today, today. Whoops. It's today. Lauren, who works with Cassie and is just a delightful human, she's getting married tonight. And so we have to, we don't have, our Grammy is not available. So we're taking the kids, we're picking them up after school, taking them to our friend's house in New Braunfels, which is like 45 minutes away. They're going to spend the night. We're going to go to the wedding straight from there, come home, sleep, wake up, go get them in New Braunfels. Bear's going to get dressed for a soccer game there. We're going to pick him up. We're going to take him to the soccer game. And obviously Cammy, and he's going to have his first soccer game. And then we're going to come home. We're going to relax, hopefully Saturday evening. And then Sunday, we are going to see Harry Potter. Gosh, I forget which one it is. The Deathly Hallows, maybe? Part one? I can't remember. Anyways, our friends invited us. They're showing it in the theater. It's like a draft house where it's like food and like kind of a little bit different than like a your standard theater. I think it's for some sort of... Oh my God, that sounds like Oh so my gosh. Maybe like, would lose our mind. Hey, part of me was like, oh, we should, really shouldn't do this on Sunday. Like we should just, you know, relax. And I was like, no, like this is amazing. This is exactly what I want to do on my Sunday afternoon. Like truly. So we're going to go with some of Cammie and Bear's friends from school and watch Harry Potter in the theater. So excited. So that's kind of our, our weekend. And then some, some point I'm going to plan today. I have to edit a lot because what I found with my eye stuff and what I've learned, what people recommended is I'm trying not to shoot and edit on the same day because it's like you're, you're staring, not, it's not just that you're staring at a screen. It's like you are straining trying to see if it's crisp. Is it, does everything look good? Like you are literally like 
nose to screen, like making sure that the photo looks good. So you just, it's like, that's where your eyes get really, really strained because you're only looking at things like in a short distance. And so it's like, I can't shoot and edit on the same day. I've got to be able to like give my eyes a break and look away in the distance and like not be on my phone. Like, and that's a really positive thing. Actually, if I could spin this positively, like my eyes are shot, but it forces me, like I can't look at my phone after a work day. Like I just can't, like I ha- I'm literally like, holding it. I'm like my mom and my dad with like a pair of readers. Like the phone is like, I don't know, three feet away from me and I'm trying to see it. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, why do I need to look at my phone anyways? So it's forcing me to put that away. The downside is I can't even really read. Like I read a lot of books on the Kindle and I can't do that either in the evening. So it's a lot of like, well, I guess I'll just go to sleep and dream about pumpkin cinnamon rolls. I don't know. So I love this for you. I feel like this is like the healthiest work. I know maybe it sounds, everyone's like, oh my God, her eyes and her her brain. But I'm like, I feel like this is the healthiest work you could be doing. Like for your headspace and, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, you're going to be, you've tried multiple iterations and you've succeeded and like yeah. being off social media and you know, there's more in your bed right there. You know, intuitively that like it is better for you to not be in that space. And now you're like, this is like, you literally can't be. Yeah. And you're going to do something that fills you up, that you're passionate about, that you're really, really good at. And at the same time, you're still building community and fostering mm-hmm. community and serving community but just in a way that you don't have to share so much of like the intimacies of your life. And I think, I just think it's so cool. It is. And it feels really cool. And it feels like a a really epic milestone in terms of like, obviously I'm still online, but like, this is a business that is not online primarily. Like, yeah, I'll share like my images and I'll share some of the process, but it's like, it's not like I'm really trying to like grow a following. I mean, I could, but like it, it wouldn't necessarily benefit me in a huge you way. You don't need to. Yeah. yeah. How freeing is that? It's <laughs> really freeing. I mean, I granted I do miss like connecting with some, like just kind of sharing life. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm really excited to see what having a business like this, where it's like, I'm in it, you know, it's not like just me sharing. Like, I don't know, and not to take anything away from influencing air quotes or the business that I've built in the past, because that was primarily what I did. It's just different. And I think probably positive for me and my mental health to be really focused on what's right in front of me versus looking out into the world and like, what are other people doing and how can I influence other people's behaviors, decisions, et cetera, et cetera. Not that that's what I'm doing like intentionally, but that's essentially what my online business is like. And so it just is good. Like it, it's it's good. It's hard because I haven't um, done it in a long time. Like I haven't run a business like this in a long time, but I do like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, I think this is a good thing and I'm trying to embrace it and we'll see where it goes. And, you know, on the other hand, it's like, I'm still... I, I am in the same boat with you where it's like, I still love Beauty Hunter. I love my team. I'm in constant communication with them, maybe a little bit less so in this season. But, you know, I'm hoping that we'll still continue to be strong and supported. And we're, you know, you and I, Laura, are working on ways to try and see if we can do that with some help, like with Ashley's help and whoever, you know, we can kind of get to kind of help support us in those those businesses and just make sure that things like the podcast and things like Beauty Counter don't go away. They just maybe become a little bit easier for us to show up in when we can't. So I don't know. That's a big ramble. Does that make sense? I, I don't 
no, I kind of blacked out as well. Are you there? She's gone. She's left. She's left I'm me. here. I was in full <laughs> transparency. I was wiping a butt. So that's my life right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> life is so good. It's so full and wants and needs. You know, it's like, we've said it before. We'll never be needed like this again. And also, like, I, I don't know. How cool that we're, just to give us like a shout out, because we get that too. Like, we're building businesses and doing work that we care about and that matters. Mm-hmm. And we're serving people and we're helping people and we're sharing our like messy journey. And I know just that in and of itself is helping people. So props to us. Props to <laughs> no, everyone props listening. Props to us. <laughs> props to us and props to everyone listening for juggling. I'm not going to say balancing, but juggling all the things. Mm-hmm. Is that good? I just on a whim gave her, I made a fresh batch of apple butter yesterday from our trees mm-hmm. like going crazy. And I just mixed a bunch of it with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And she's going to ham on it. I mean, yeah. that sounds delicious. I know. Honestly. I'm about to put that on some oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just by the spoonful, I, I, I see you, kid. I see you. Can you say, bye, friends? Bye, friends. <laughs> oh, is a peanut butter filled, mouth filled, bye, friends. <laughs> Cutie pies. Oh. Well, I love you, friend. Thank love you me for too. I'm proud of you. Pr- thank you. I'm. Proud, proud of us. We're yeah. we're doing the best we can. So we're doing the best we can, and and yeah. our best right now is it's good. It's hard, mm-hmm. it's, but it's also it's good. It's good. <laughs> good. We're good. It's we're good. good. Dang Life it. Is good. I'm an Enneagram <laughs> Seven. Everything is good. <laughs> oh, on that note, friends, thanks for tuning in and listening for to being us. Here. We appreciate you. And we'll rep- see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time.